Are you out of sight? Is intended for mature audiences only. Parental discretion is advised. tuned in to Turned Up Tuesday, also known as Out of Sight Radio on psn-radio.com. Welcome, one, welcome all to the show. My co-host is The Jackal, broadcasting out of Miami, Florida. I'm your host, Out of Sight, not to be confused with a hatchet man from the New World Order. Ain't that right, Jackal? How you doing, brother? Never to be confused. With a hatchet man from the New World Order. Never. Never. Well, 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 well. We had uh, a Super Bowl happen this Sunday, and the uh, Baltimore Ravens kicked the ass of the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Well, well and, it wasn't um, so much an ass whooping. First, I mean, first eh, half. First, first, first two quarter, half. Yeah, first, first quarter and a, and a half. I will, say, I will say that there was a very bad call. At the end of the game, there was a couple bad calls uh, in that game. Actually, it was, and it was obviously. Now, here, here's the thing. This is my perspective on it. First of all, just want to say this: I only watched the last half of the game, okay? Um, and the reason is because I just wanted to see the climactic ending, if there was going to be a climax, and I, I wanted to miss the halftime show. Because as I uh, um, stated last week on the show, I, I've had it up to here with, with Beyonce. I, I don't want to <laughs> see any Beyonce performances. So, no, I did not see the halftime, as I promised. But I, um, I definitely uh, checked out the game from um, after the halftime uh, on. And, and there was a holding. There was a, a really important play where it seemed like the um the 49ers could have actually won it and, and 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 the guy was obviously holding him had his hand around his waist uh, yep. gripped on his jersey and, yep. and and this is what i wonder about the uh, the NFL why doesn't it implement instant replay in important calls and every call is an important call but i don't i don't understand that and and i think well, you can challenge the ahead. play, but I mean, you can challenge the play and ask for some kind of a re- review. But you know, they should have a re- you know when it's a controversial play like that, they should just be mandatory at that point. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Yeah. I mean, that, that was there's a couple controversial plays there. I was listening to a little bit of AM talk radio. They're talking about the game uh, actually this morning, and they were mentioning how it, it almost seemed like the refs kind of kind of said, "You know what, guys, do whatever you want. You know, we're not going to even be involved." Just you know, whatever yeah. you know, they didn't care, right? And it's 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 really strange. I'm I'm beginning to uh, I'm beginning to feel like now I don't want to go all fucking hardcore conspiracy theorist here, but Why hear not? me Let's out. Here. Hear me out. Hear me out. That's I get bag, a baby. feeling that the NFL, by way of the referees, manipulates the outcomes of things. Now, I'm not saying that we're on some WWF, WWE shit where everything is completely 
uh, uh, scripted, but I think they, if they have the opportunity, they they manipulate the outcomes of things. And I say this because why? Like, what is the downside? What's the downside of using instant replay? What it what could possibly be the downside of that? It slows In, the game unless, down by ten seconds. Unless, unless look, we if if you can sit through, however fucking many minutes of Beyonce performing at the halftime, the, the ten seconds that you slow down to make sure that the calls are legitimate, the ten seconds it takes to do that shouldn't be a big deal. But I, I see no downside to using the instant replay all the time, unless. The goal is to be able to manipulate the outcomes of the games. Now, why would they want to do this? Why would they want to manipulate things? Because companies um, like the NFL, anything associated with uh, television, uh, mass media, they do market research. And I think they know what teams and what situations will draw the most money uh, by way of selling um, shit that you wear, NFL gear, et cetera, et cetera, um, things of that nature. Right. Television sponsorships. And it just goes on and on and on. And I think they know how to get the most bang for their buck. And I, and frankly, I think they manipulate the situation, bro. Oh, I, I it completely make, agree. It doesn't make any sense to me why they wouldn't implement instant replay on every play. I, I can see, I, I just can't see the downside of that. So that's my take on that. Congratulations to the Baltimore Ravens for um, winning the Super Bowl, I guess. But yeah, bad calls. But yeah. At calls, and, and you know I'm not a big sports guy. The next time I probably watch a football game will probably be the last half of the Super Bowl uh, next year. So it's not <laughs> it's not like I have a whole lot of mo- emotionally invested in this shit. I just thought that uh, I just thought it was interesting. You know, I, I really think that it's manipulated. And 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 uh, another thing, my nephew brought to my attention. Isn't it odd that after 9-11, the Patriots won the Super Bowl? The yeah, Patriots. Kind of kind of weird, huh? The All-American team, yeah. the Patriots. With, with, yeah, with the a name with, like the Patriots. With the hero quarterback. Wasn't that just too fucking perfect, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, I, I don't know, man. Anyway, enough of that shit. Enough you're, of that you're, shit. You're starting to become a conspiracy guy like me, man. I'm telling you. Slowly well, but well, no, I, I'm just, I, I'm just not, it's, I don't think it's a conspiracy thing. I'm just looking at the reality of the situation. There is no real downside to using instant replay unless the goal of the NFL is to be able to manipulate outcomes using the referees. Other than that, there is no downside to using instant replay. Well, here's another like, thing. It could also be the referees getting back at the NFL with the you know blatantly bad calls. Because remember, there was the whole thing with the replacement refs earlier this year, and uh, this might have been their way of saying, you know what, screw you, league. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you mess with us. 
Nah. Lackluster performance. No, no, no. I, I, I actually think I actually think they, they they do it on purpose so they can manipulate shit. I, I, the, I don't think it's the refs against the NFL. I think the NFL controls everything. And now, if if now, it, it's San Francisco's fault, though, that they allowed themselves to be on a comeback trail sort of situation that right. far into the game. But I think if given if given the opportunity, yes, they manipulate the outcomes of the games. And that's just how I feel about it. But, again, it, don't it, hate. Congratulate. At the end of the day, it, the the day, it was a very close game, 34-31. I mean, this is a three-point game. Right. So, it was a close game. So I, they both played really well, you know. And, and I'll tell you what, if they had another quarter in there, San Francisco would have won this game because the momentum right. was completely shifted over. Baltimore had no momentum left in the fourth quarter there, none. But with all they barely with, won. with all but with all the money involved in football, especially the fucking Super Bowl, I just think that it's manipulated somehow. They know where the money's at, they know which team being the victor will bring in the most revenue in the next year. Right. And I think they manipulate I think they manipulate that shit. Why wouldn't they? Now, I don't think they can make it obvious because there would be all kinds of investigations by the United States government because it's a betting sport. It's supposed to be a legitimate contest, and there's, you, know, you can gamble on it in Vegas and, and fuck at any casino and, and uh, Atlantic City, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I don't think they could make it too obvious, but to me – a bad call is a bad call, and what makes it obvious is the fact that they don't – they would rather let a bad call go instead of use an instant replay. To, to me, when you don't want to go to the videotape, that means there's something um, – there's something about that. Like if, if you don't want – like if the cops arrest you, take you to the interrogation room, but they don't want to have video on. Right. That can't be a good thing. Right. Right. Like they don't want to be able to refer back to the tape. So so anytime a, a situation is no, we can't refer back to the tape to see what actually happened. I just think that that in, in this day of technology and I just think that that's some underhanded shit going on. But anyway, okay. welcome to Turned Up Tuesday out of sight radio. I want to thank everybody for listening tonight. It is business over bullshit. PSN. Dash radio.com. I barely made it to broadcast tonight, but I am here, your humble host, along with the Jackal broadcasting out of Miami. Jackal, real quick, what's going on in your world, bro? Uh, well, actually, I've been working the last couple of days on a video that is going to be uh, debuting uh, probably in the next couple of days on YouTube. It's uh, promoting Deadhead's Evolution, the movie we're going to start working on this uh, this year, at the end of the year. Uh, it's a zombie film, and uh, it's a pretty neat little video that me and the uh, guys put together uh, promoting the film for the people on the Internet so they could have a uh, little reference to what the hell we're talking about when we're talking about Deadhead's evolution. Well, good fucking times, bro. Okay. Uh, we'll yeah, that, well, just that. Just that. Right on, right on. A lot well, of video just, editing right uh, now. A lot of video editing. A lot of fun shit, right? Yep. Well, I've been doing a lot of work, uh, doing a lot of production this and that and the other and I've been a busy man like I said I barely made it in here to broadcast tonight but 
I made it. I absolutely, I absolutely made it. I got oh. phone calls coming in. You can hear my. I didn't even have time to turn my cell phone ringer down. Yes, we are live, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, go ahead and give in the call in, give the call in number and the chat room if you don't mind, Mister Jackal, sir. Yes, the uh, phone number if anybody wants to call in is seven eight six two four five eight one two seven. Open lines. Anybody wants to call in, please do so. Chat room is uh, xat.com forward slash PSN radio. You can always uh, listen in there and chat live with anybody who might be in there. Kind of crazy people show up in there sometimes, and you could chat away, even private chat. Yeah, and the only thing I ask, uh, as I always do, uh, if you decide to call into the show this evening, please, please, the only thing I ask is that you are an absolutely fascinating caller that's that's the only requirement for calling in to turned up tuesday if you sound like a dork and you're boring as hell we're gonna pretty much hang up on you pretty quick yeah absolutely yeah now i guess i'm interesting to say you'll you'll last long yeah yeah absolutely now now when uh <laughs> what's going on in your side of the world florida uh no no news no news firsthand, Mr. Jackal, because I have some. It's some pretty ratchet shit. No, you know what? I've been just caught up with the, the whole uh, football game and editing this video. I really haven't been keeping up much with what's going on in the news. So I'll let you take it away tonight. What do you have uh, lined up for the audience tonight? Well, I got a lot of I, I just want to get to some 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 ratchet uh, sort of headlines that, that caught my attention. Ladies and gentlemen, if anybody Go out there is still selling crack Good and – uh, in, in, in 2013, huh? it says a headline right here. It says it says crack rock found in baby's sock. Whoa. So I guess people, yeah, getting them started early. Actually, what the hell, you know? They're hi- they're hiding their their work. They're hiding oh, crack no. in, in baby socks. Apparently, now that's some real old school shit. Right here, it says Florida. Some three Florida residents. Shit. Three Florida residents were arrested after authorities raided a house and discovered. A uh, trove of drugs, including rock and crack cocaine, inside a baby sock. Now that's the that's some ratchet shit, bro. Like, why why would you put crack inside your baby's sock? It, it doesn't make any sense. It says uh, Charlotte County Sheriff's Narcotics, Street Crimes, and Canine Units investigators also turned up. Uh, three thousand dollars cash, a hundred ninety grams of marijuana, uh, uh, cocaine, and uh, a stolen twenty-five caliber Beretta handgun, according to a police statement. That this is what doesn't make any sense about this man. If you have all of this shit in 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 your your house, you have you know st- stolen guns, you have a hundred ninety grams of marijuana and and three thousand dollars cash you have all this stuff in in your house drug paraphernalia um a thousand small plastic baggies uh, to to distribute the drugs why if you have all this shit, why would you hide a, a little bit of crack inside a, a baby sock is that fucking ridiculous and applaud florida this is your home wow. state oh, applaud That's florida going on in florida home hey, this, this yeah. doesn't make any sense hey, out of sight in the jackal on PSN radio and Soflo radio. What do you got to say about this story? Crazy crackheads, huh? Well, I don't even know, man. This is Sev, brother. Oh, oh it's Rev Sev. 
yeah. from the great band <laughs> Paratus. Ah, applaud, indeed. Applaud this that man, Jack. Awesome. There's a applaud rev real quick. Come on, applaud him. I'm doing good, man. I just saw your thing on the Facebook, so I figured I'd uh, join in and say hi. Oh, right on, brother. I appreciate it. I uh, post every week. We are going live now, and I hope people see it and fucking tune in. So it worked this time. And guess what? It did. I was like six minutes ago. He posted. I'm on. I'm calling him. (laughs) Now, now, uh, for for new listeners to the show who haven't been listening for a long, long time, Sev is a lead singer of the band Paratus. I believe they are currently in the studio working on new material, correct? Correct. Correct. Okay. And uh, for and Sev is also a very talented tattoo artist. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I think I think I'm okay. But I think tattooing is one of those one of things well, that you I gotta to always do, kind of be humble. What I want you to do. What I want you to now. Nah, fuck. Fuck being humble. This Has is he turned up you today. Have you got radio. anything by him yet? Check this out. What's I don't that? have. I don't, I don't. I don't have tattoos. I don't do all that shit. But this is the point I'm trying I'm to make. Oh, you're missing. Okay. Hold on. Now, Sev is Sev. The question is, does he have any normal skin without tattoos? And I'm telling you, barely. The guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit, and most of them are just. It started. It's just not finished yet. There. <laughs> right. Maybe right underneath his eyes, down to his beard, like that little area right in his face. Might. No, be no. Still... I got a tattoo there too. I got a tattoo oh, on my eye. So I just want you to politic your business because I know you're a tattoo artist. I know you do that sort of business. Just politic your business, man. Where, where can they yeah, find you? Yeah, I just you? actually they, recently – well, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, didn't, I thought you were done. <laughs> you, are local you, you are local to me out here in the Northwest. We have listeners out here in the Northwest. I just want to say oh, yeah. take your business. Where are you at? How, how could people reach you for a tattoo if they want to do Basically, that? Yeah, basically, I, I currently am uh, working at uh, for a company called BJP, and it's a new change for me, and it stands for Body Jewelry Plus, and they're in the mall, um, or most malls, I guess, around here. This is my first time I've ever worked in the mall. Every tattoo shop I've been, I'm not sure how I like it, but I do like the amount of customers I get in there. It's just a little bit too retailish for me, but, you know, anyhow, it's, that's where I'm at in this Auburn Super Mall, tattooing in Pearson, so... Right, Auburn, the Super yeah. Mall in Auburn, Washington. Go to the tattoo Correct. shop there. If you want to get a tattoo from the great Rev Sev, lead singer of the rock band Paratus. It just makes perfect yeah. sense. When you does, look you at know? Sev, he looks, like, he looks like the lead singer of a band, and he looks yeah. like a tattoo artist. It's, it's like there's yeah. no hidden agenda. It's just it is what the fuck it is. It's good times. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I try to. I try to look, at least look the way I live. You know, so. Now this story, this story though, Seb, that I started out with, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure mm. you've known a, quite a few drug dealers in your day, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we all have, right? I, I'm not yes, trying to incriminate anybody. I ain't on no snitch yeah, shit. Wait, 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 I'm trying. To, what a drugs. What up? What I'm trying <laughs> to say though, I, I was <laughs> tripping off the fact that these people in Jackal's home state of Florida. They they have yeah. all shit in their house that, that the cops Yeah, I heard that part, like the guns and the weed and everything else. Right. That now, now, that's just in my neighborhood. It, that's just my just neighborhood. Is, no, no, no. It is what it is, right? That's in my neighborhood, but, I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. 
But why, if you know you have all this shit in your house and if the cops come in, you're busted anyway, why at that point would someone take a little bit of crack and hide it in the baby's sock? It just the only thing I can no, think of no <laughs> the only thing I can think of is that they really, really hate their baby or something, you know. This is the fundamental problem with your question, Duadasite. You're trying to rationalize the actions of a crackhead. Yeah, you can't rationalize that shit. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Let's be real here. Maybe maybe these are crackheads. I I just thought they were dealers. Maybe they're getting high on their own supply. Maybe they are crackheads in that event. That would make yeah. absolute perfect sense to me. Yeah, totally. so, leave it at that. Uh, uh, back to Paratus. Uh, and yes, Rev Sev is the lead singer of the band Paratus. You are currently in production, recording a new album, EP. What you, what do you got EP, going technically. on? Yeah, it's technically an EP. We're just doing, uh, we're doing, I think, on this one. Because we, we, we did an album recently, like as in a year ago. And then our engineer kind of fell off the map. So I have an album's worth of freaking unmixed tracks. And so we decided that since it's been so long, we just went into a studio with our buddy Chip Butters. He owned Butter Sound out of Everett. It's a really sweet studio. They do a big, huge studio in his building, but he does like, he has a, it's just a cool underground theme feel, you know, all leopard print stage, couches for everybody. And um, he's got an amazing ear. So yeah, definitely check him out. It's buttersound.com and he's amazing. So we're doing a, like a little four song EP, a couple new ones and a couple ones that people have been waiting for freaking years to, uh, to hear, you know, like we, we, I think we, six years ago, four, or let's see, 2007, almost six years ago, we wrote this song, last song, and people have been waiting for us to record it, and we've recorded it three times, but now we're recording it again with Chip, so it's going to come out here pretty soon. We're almost done. We only have uh, uh, my final guitars, final vocals, and Monty's lead guitars, and that's it. So, Right. Now, this is, is this the first official project um, for the new lineup of Paratus, and there has been absolutely several. is, yeah, yeah, it absolutely is. This is uh, the newest. Now the guys, these guys, I've been playing. You know, Evan has been playing with me for years, but uh, Kevin and Monty. Obviously, I've known Monty for years too. But uh, we've all been playing as a unit now for almost a year or two. But we just really haven't been. At first, it was uh, six, seven months of teaching the new guys songs for current set list, and then. We've had some shows coming up, and then after that, it's been just like, let's get recording, let's start a new um, outlook. We're definitely going to be, after this little EP comes out, we're going to be doing more, leaning more metal, and it's always going to stay around the punk, but um, I'm just going to get slightly more aggressive like I intended to in the beginning with Feels Like Hell. So. Well, good times, man, and I appreciate you yeah, calling yeah. in and plugging everything. Feel free to call in to the show and politic your business at any time, and again, if anybody wants to get a tattoo from Rev Sev, Super Mall, Auburn, Washington, name of the shop again? It's called BJP. It's called Body Jewelry Plus. And even more important than that to me is go find us on Facebook at Paratus and uh, it's P-E-R-A-T-U-S and be our friend and help us rule the world. Absolutely. Help this man rule the world. Applaud him, Jacko. Thanks for calling in, Sev. And, and I'll applaud as long as I get time, a little bro. island for myself. Can I get a little island yeah. in your world? Like, right on, guys. Well, I love you. You guys have a good show, and I'll talk to you soon. Right, right on, Bye. brother. Take care of yourself. That was the great Rev Sev, lead singer of the band Paratus. Be on the lookout for some uh, new material from him. I sure will. He was a guest on the show about a year, yeah, year and a half ago. Yeah, it's been a yeah, long time. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. 
It, it was a good time. Yeah, he was, was one of my, my first guests, actually. I remember December 28th, I believe, was when he was on the show, 2010. Right, right. I used to do um, interviews on this show, and I, I interviewed uh, my label mate on Rhyme Cartel Records, Tamika Williams. I interviewed Rev Sev. I've done some other interviews over uh, time, uh, Old School Rappin' Fote. We had the yeah. real Rick Ross on. And I may, I, I might get back into doing some more interviews. But honestly, I, this is not a lot of fucking people that I want to talk to. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I really don't care what a lot of fucking people are doing. And, and, and it's like, I, I don't know. I, I want to do shit that I'm interested in. Now, one thing that does interest me, Jackal, I saw a video on VladTV.com, and um, it's a video of, 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 I believe his name is Lord Jamal from the group Brand Nubian, and okay. he was like a 15, 16, maybe a 20-minute video, and he's breaking down why Kanye West's skirt is not hip hop and and the and he he didn't complete oh, you're talking, oh, I saw that Kanye was in a security I saw that yeah yeah, yeah he didn't now Lord Jamal is is from the group brand Nubian uh, you know, if, if 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 there's people out there that don't know who brand Nubian is they never really were a huge hip hop group but they no, they had really a know. hit in the day I, I think it slowed down was probably one of their uh, biggest his grand Poobah was in that that group old school yep. group but he was basically breaking down why uh, a Kanye West skirt is not hip hop, and he he also held Kanye West responsible. And as I think back, I might have to agree with him. Held him responsible for skinny jeans. Hmm, that's interesting. I always kind of held Lil Wayne responsible for that one. I I think I. I that's a tough I one though. I now, think, if dudes start wearing skirts, we can definitely blame that on on uh, Kanye West. Now, now, and that's what I, I I think Kanye might have been the first person I saw wearing the tight jeans, the tight straight leg jeans in his videos. Really? I think I think that might, yeah. And and now and now, uh, so so basically, he's saying that. He's saying that Kanye West got now everybody's wearing the skinny jeans and and what's the next like what's the next uh, step? It's like is everybody going to start wearing <laughs> skirts and hip hop? Check out Yo, uh, that's when hip hop really will be dead if if dudes start wearing skirts. Check out that's it. Check out that of clip of, of uh, Lord Jamal from Brand Nubian on uh, VladTV.com. Very fucking interesting shit. Uh, very interesting shit. I like I I like to hear veterans of the game, whether I really agree with them or not, talk about like real shit, like like real true things in the hip hop culture. Like I love that sort of shit because that's what it's all about here on uh, Turned Up Tuesday. We talk about real shit because that's what entertains me. I pretty much do this show to entertain myself, people. Anyway, um, what else? Uh, this is no. It's, what other sports are going on right now outside of? Uh, well, football's over after the Super yep. Bowl. 
Uh, well, if you want to talk about, you want to talk about something that's to do with sports? Have you heard of uh, the A Rod scandal that's going on? The A Rod scandal. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, another... this, this fuck no. boy. Well, he has uh, he's been under fire the last couple of weeks for apparently showing up on a list uh, for a clinic down here in Florida, of all places, uh, which was uh, distributing uh, drugs, uh, namely. Uh, performance enhancing drugs uh, like steroids and uh, human horse uh, human growth hormones and other such drugs like that and his name showed up on the list he's denying the reports but uh, it, it's pretty solid that he definitely uh, was taking part of uh, more drugs basically more experimental drugs or whatever kind of drugs he's taking to try to cheat the test and he's uh, back on the juice apparently mm, okay so. now he has been He's been in the league for quite some time, time right? Yeah, I think I, I think wasn't he a rookie uh in 1992? No, not that long. 93? No. Maybe a little bit like 94, 95 something like that. Okay, somewhere around there. He he's approaching right. 20 years in the league. So they say that he's the, he's the new juice man of, of the uh the, the baseball game basically. Well, you know, here's the thing. He admitted to doing steroids when he first uh, signed with Texas with uh, the Rangers. And uh, that was back, I believe, in 2001. I guess he, he said the pressure was so much. Uh, you know, he signed such a big contract that he you know, he felt he had to do something to up the ante. Now, this is a guy who had averaged uh, 40 home runs the last two or three years before he went to Texas. He goes to Texas, all of a sudden now he's hitting 57 you know, 52, 57 home runs. So, yeah, it might have added like 10 extra home runs to his swing. But that's when he said he started mm. juicing. But here's the thing. He didn't level off until, I would say, 2008, 2009. That's when his homers went down from the 50s, basically, where it was. So I think – now, he said he used it for three years. I think he's used it for more than three. I think he used it maybe for five or six. So I think even when he was with the Yankees, probably to 2007 or eight, he was still juicing and – since you know that the whole scandal with baseball, you know, became a big ordeal around that time, he probably stopped juicing, started getting injured, and now he was trying to get back on the juice last year, and that's why he ended up back on the uh, on the news here. And it's a, a weird thing. It's a shame because he had such a brilliant career. If he had never been caught up in such a scandal, this guy would have been probably the greatest home run hitter that baseball ever saw. As it is, he has 647 major league home runs right now. Almost three thousand right. base hits. So I mean, he now he has, what? What I mean, team? What team does he currently play for? The Yankees. Okay. The only reason I know anything about Alex Rodriguez is because he actually played for the Seattle Mariners as a right. rookie. Yeah, and he lived. Came up, by the way. And he lived up, and he actually lived up the street from me. And that's the only fucking reason I even know anything about him. But he started in Seattle as a rookie, and he's been in the league for a long time. It doesn't surprise me that any of these guys are are, are, are juicing. Did, did he make a comment? Did, did he make a public statement about this? So does he yeah, have his uh, representatives? Is his rep are denying any of No way. You know? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. Exactly. Basically, is what he's saying. Hmm. And where did this list come from again? Down that South his Florida. name turned up on South, South Florida. Florida. Yep. Always, always fucking South Florida, Jackal. Always. Always South Florida. And um, isn't that where everybody comes to get their drugs, though? Is <laughs> <South laughs> I, I thought it was. 
I thought it was California or Mexico, to be honest with you. No, no, not anymore. <laughs> I think everybody just goes to South Florida uh, for for their drugs, man, including the, the people who got busted for putting crack rock in the in, in the baby's sock. For Christ's sake, you know, you know what's that's funny, South though? Florida. In all serious, in all seriousness, no, in seriousness uh, we got to look at the last fifteen, twenty years of uh, Major League Baseball and kind of say, well. It's kind of a wash, all of it, because you, you can't take any of the records that are broken serious now, with all these guys coming coming out as, uh, you know, steroid abusers and and whatnot. It really has cheapened the game big time. Now, okay, all right, all right. Now, on on, on that note, since we're talking about drugs and all the kind of shit, please uh, beware of uh, fake weed, people. And I do this as a public service. This is a a warning. It says here. Teen left blind, blind by what? fake weed. By fake that was weed. Smoking. Story right here. Well, let's check this out. Cypress, Texas. A teenage girl has narrowly avoided death after smoking synthetic marijuana that she bought from a gas station, suffering a series of strokes. 17 year old Emily Bauer from Cypress, Texas has been left with brain damage, paralysis. And is unable to see after taking the synthetic weed with friends last December. Her family is now hoping to raise awareness of the dangers of the substance, which is often labeled as uh, potpourri. Potpourri, it says. Potpourri, huh? A play on the word potpourri, uh, um, apparently. Potpourri, while campaigns battle uh, for stricter laws to make it illegal across the country. Fake weed, which is also known as spice or K2, is a herbal mixture doused with chemicals that trigger a high similar to smoking marijuana, according to the National Institute of Drug Abuse. Okay. Now, okay. And this is fucked up. First of all, (laughs) real marijuana, let me just take it here. Real marijuana. Tell them about real marijuana. If you're going to smoke, if you're going to smoke marijuana, make it real marijuana. Because that's, it's like, it's not supposed to make you go blind. As a matter of fact, doctors first began prescribing marijuana to patients um, for cataracts to help them take the pressures off their cataracts so they would not go blind. That's the fucked up thing about this. I mean, that's one of the various medical uses for marijuana. So parents, watch your kids and all this uh, fake weed and all this fake bullshit they're selling because apparently some of this shit is really fucked up. A uh, 17-year-old girl in Texas Blind with brain damage after uh, smoking some of this shit. So you got to be careful. Very careful. Now, Jackal, I trust that you have never partaken in any uh, smoking of fake weed. Actually, I will admit to uh, once I have actually smoked some fake marijuana. No wonder that's what's wrong with you. I was wondering why, what the fuck your problem was. So you're fucking with that fake shit. So one time. Where to start? One time, yeah. No, a friend of mine was bragging about it once. He was telling me that uh, he had tried it. He was like, dude, I got all fucked up and this and that. And I was like, bro, that's like the dumbest shit ever. And this is like pre – this is probably like months before the guy ate the guy's face in the highway here in Florida. 
uh, you know, way before the, the before that attack. So I had no reference of that ever being an issue or somebody going crazy over it or anything like that. So, and he pulled out his pipe. He's like, "Come on, bro, let's let's take a let's take a hit, bro." And I was like, "Well, it's not against the law. I'm not going to go to jail if I get caught by a cop." So, yeah, what the hell? Uh, nothing happened to me. Though. I didn't even get high off of it. I was just like, "Really? That's retarded." Well, that well, be careful, it, everybody. If you're gonna if you're gonna smoke marijuana, smoke the real shit, not yeah, the synthetic yeah. bullshit. Because uh, it, it, it's fucking people up. Oh wow! Check this Stick out. Stick to that real shit, it, homies. Been a while. Been a while since I, I've seen a story like this. Well, not that. At least nobody's much. face got eaten off though on that on that story. You know, that's uh, that's always a positive. And a little girl went blind though. I don't want to make light of that yeah, shit. It's really but not nobody, funny. Nobody I want to warn. Face. I want to warn people. Really, stay away from all this synthetic this and synthetic that. Fuck with the real shit. You know, yeah, it's true though. really fucked up, but smoke the real shit and, and you'll be all right. Now, it says here, women, we, we, we have a recurring theme of this Love show. Those. Women yeah, that those. are out of fucking control. Uh, that's, that's, and well, right that's, here, that's about all of them, though. Like, it says uh, you know, it says right real. here, police. Jackal, do you want to talk, bro? I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying that's, says, like, that's like all no, women are out of control. Right, right, right on, dude. Check this out. It says police chief shot in the chest by wife. Now, not all women are shooting their husbands in the chest. This is why the story caught my eye. Alabama, the wife of police chief in rural Alabama has been charged with attempted murder Tuesday after allegedly shooting her husband over the weekend. Officials say Ashland police chief Benny Davis was off duty Saturday when he suffered a critical wound to the chest. Uh, Davis's uh, 42-year-old wife, Felicia, was taken into custody and held uh, at the county jail. Ashland Mayor Larry uh, Fentner said Monday that Davis remained in the hospital but was making improvements. Um, I guess uh, there's a bloody dispute here. Felicia Davis, 42, uh, has been charged with attempted murder and allegedly shooting her husband. Hmm, they're not, they say they have a picture of the husband here, but they don't have a picture of the husband. They have a picture of the wife, and uh, she looks a little loony here. I, I gotta say, she looks like she just shot somebody. <laughs> just off of just the fucking picture, I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, she's guilty. So, so be careful. Now, isn't it fuck? it's really fucked up when you're a police chief and your wife shoots you. Like, aren't you supposed to be protect? Like, where- you should wear a vest H- home to bed if you're a cop these days. What's with all the, what's with all the, uh, the 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 cop the the cop uh, domestic violence shootings? Isn't this like the third story that we've had that actually had something to do with a, a police officer being shot by their spouse? Uh, it could be. I don't remember. The third, the third or the fourth in the last year, as you, as regular listeners know, I cover reoccurring themes on this show. That is a fucking disturbing trend. Are police officers just marrying crazy chicks, or do the chicks become crazy after being married to the police officer for a number number of years? Well, be real. You got to be crazy to be in a relationship with a police officer to begin with. So. 
Nah, I know some pretty cool cops, man. But but uh, no, yeah, I'm not saying that they're not cool cops. I'm just saying the lifestyle that the police officers live, putting their life on the line every day, being out, you know, fighting crime, so to speak. Uh, you know, all the stuff they got to do. You know, planting evidence. You know, it's a it's a tough life these guys live. Women, guys, everybody. You know, they all live this crazy life, and to be married to somebody like that, it's uh, it's insane. Mm. Now, I would I'd wonder, wondering out loud. Was she on some of the wacky pills? Because we we've Probably talked was. about the mental the mental health issue that we have in this country. I would bet that she's probably taking any number of antidepressants, any number of uppers, downers, and and this and that pills. I I, I would I'm gonna go out on the limb and say. That's what's going on. But it's sad shit, though. It's sad shit. Now, um, everyone, you're listening to Out of Sight Radio, Turned Up Tuesday on PSN-radio.com. We're going to go ahead and take our first break and return uh, with the last hour and uh, some odd minutes of the show that we have left. And we're going to get into some more shit. How about it, Jackal? Let's go. All right, first break. We'll be right back with more Turned Up Tuesday, psn-radio.com. Let's get it. We'll be right back. This country, you got to make the money. Then when you get the money, you get the power. Then when you get the power, then you get the woman. Nationally known for moving keys, putting fear in the eyes of my enemies. When I walk in a room, every bitch turn their eyes on me. The most hated on, come on, dog, please. You getting caught at the wrong place at the wrong time, going down for the wrong crime. Shit you ain't do, I already done did. But now you in jail while I'm sipping on some Hennessy. Love lying to the cops when they're questioning me. That's the life of a thugged out celebrity. Drama's just fun to me. I love this fucking game because I play it right. Make moves so that they. I die, raised on the streets and I won't lie, I've seen the big picture just like L when it's my name up in bright lights, headliner when the player fuck a wife, type of nigga to start a trend and at the same time end your life, if you got a gun you better use it, cause your life you gon' lose it, with a nine to your tempo, remember beware of the jackal cause I'm ready for battle, ready to ball so I'll murder you all, it's a crazy life we're living, ain't shit given and you ain't shit till you're driven. The George Rodriguez Show. Ooh. I said the George Rodriguez Show. You don't know George Rodriguez? Wasn't he the guy that filled in for Neil Rogers? Yes, that George Rodriguez. What's he like? Oh, he's a short little Cuban feller. Kind of funny looking. Well, when's he on? 12 to 3, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on SoFloRadio.com and SoFloRadio.net. The George Rodriguez Show is much more than adequate. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application, Mobile Talk Radio. Imagine having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. You'll be surprised how easy it is to use. So I think what's going on here is that Obama is banking on unemployment falling. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. 
Mental disorders are common in the United States and internationally. An estimate 26.2% of Americans ages 18 and older suffer from some sort of mental illness. Now, this figure translates to 57.7 million people who suffer from some sort of mental breakdown. If you find yourself laying in bed hearing voices while you're trying to sleep, well, it might not be that demonic being from another dimension trying to kill you where you sleep. It might just be your mental illness starting to kick in. So if you're out of meds for the night, then I have just the thing. Come listen to my show, The Jackal's Head, on the Super Media Network. You can check out our Listen Live page only on www.psn-radio.com. See you there. This ad has been paid for by The Jackal's Head and the War on Terror. War. It's fantastic. Four years ago, a doorway was opened and evil came to the sleepy little town of Coral Beach, Florida. Existing in the shadows, it has remained unknown, building strength, biding time, and feeding on the hearts and souls of the weak. That is about to change. The time has come to reap what was sown as the death toll rises in an orgy of spilled blood. All that stands between the town and total annihilation is a broken-down pastor and a handful of life's cast-offs. To win, they must first understand what they are facing. To lose means to bring hell to Earth. Coming soon, friend. The terrifying new novel from storyteller Franklin E. Wales. Details at franklinewales.com Put a team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer with key information solutions. Providing solutions to your internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology. Preventative maintenance and networking support. Hardware and custom built computers. Let key information solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly, monthly, or annual rates to fit anyone's budget. Call Key Information Solutions now. 954 That's 954-973-3374. Or visit keyinformation.com. Discount Comic Book Service, where you can save 40 to 75% off on new comics, collected editions, graphic novels, action figures, statues, and other one-of-a-kind items from DC, Marvel, Image, Dark Horse, Boom Studios, Top Cow, Dynamite, and many, many more. Go to www.dcbservice.com for easy ordering and fast delivery. Or you can visit our brick-and-mortar location at 10202-C Coldwater Road in Fort Wayne, Indiana. DCBS, welcome home. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's supermanhomepage.com, the number one Superman fan site in the world. Supermanhomepage.com, covering the world of Superman from the 1930s to today. News, reviews, rumors, and reports. Supermanhomepage.com, for all your Superman comics, TV shows, movies, cartoons, radio shows, and more. Everything you ever wanted to know about the man. Man of Steel and more. Superman Homepage.com. Hey, 
Side Radio, Turned Up Tuesday, PSN-Radio.com. I'm your host, Out of Sight, not to be confused with a hatchet man for the New World Order. My co-host is the Jackal. He is broadcasting out of Miami. I am broadcasting, of course, out of the Great Northwest. Speaking of the Great Northwest, I want to congratulate Macklemore. Yes, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. For their number one song on Billboard. Yes, the first number one song by a rapper from Seattle since 1992's Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-a-Lot. Song called Thrift Shop. It was number two for quite some time. I got word that it went number one. I think two main copies downloaded. I want to say congratulations to Macklemore. Uh, a little over a year ago, myself... Uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot, my boy Rush, went down to the showbox in Seattle uh, upon uh, Macklemore's request to perform Posse on Broadway. And that video is on YouTube. If you want to watch it, go to YouTube and search Macklemore and Sir Mix-a-Lot, and you will see us perform Posse on Broadway in front of a sold-out crowd. And that night, uh, sold-out uh, Macklemore crowd. Though. And it was a total surprise. Nobody knew we were going to do it. Um, I don't even think we knew we were going to do it until the last minute. But it was amazing. I felt the energy from his crowd. And I knew that uh, Ben, his name is Ben uh, Haggerty, I believe, uh, Macklemore's actual name. I knew he was going to do big things. I'm incredibly proud of him. And I just want to say, keep doing your thing, bro. That was good shit. And if you want to check out the video, uh, again, search Macklemore and Sir Mix-a-Lot, and you will see a, a a very unique performance. It's very rare that, uh, as many of you might know, I, I've been performing with Mix for the better part of my adult life. But it's very rare that we will crash someone else's show to perform a, uh, one of Mix's hits in, in the middle of the show. It's very unique. Uh, 
situation. And it was great. It was great, too. So we're number one right now. Number one song in the uh, the country. Macklemore. Thrift Shop. Good motherfucking times. It's about it's it's about time. It's, it's very refresh, uh, refreshing. Very refreshing from somebody from the Northwest. Mm. Making that uh, happen as I take a sip of the coffee again. Welcome everybody to Turned Up Tuesday Out of Sight Radio on PSN.com and also SoFlow Radio. Shouts out to George Rodriguez for also uh, streaming this show live every Tuesday night. Now I want to got to say rest in peace to former New York City Mayor Ed Koch. Do you remember Ed Koch, Jackal? Are you of age to remember Ed Koch? Excuse me. Vaguely, I vaguely remember it. Vaguely, well, vaguely, well. But then again, I smoke a lot of fake marijuana, so you know that fake weed kind of kills the brain cells out of sight. So the memory comes. Well, I'm very, very familiar with this man. Uh, He was a expand on fake Koch. He was a very, uh, he was a very popular uh, governor. Right. Um, Yes, he, he was. He was really accessible. No. I actually remember him being uh, popular enough to be like a guest host on Saturday Night Live back in the 80s when uh, the uh, Saturday Night Live was riding the high horse uh, when Eddie Murphy was on there, for instance. You know, when it was the, probably one of the highest rated shows uh, uh, late night. He was popular enough to, co- uh, to, to host that show, you know, so... A lot of a lot of people really liked Ed Koch. Let's let's, let's check out a little bit of what they uh, what they say about him here. Mm, this is a couple of days ago. It says uh, former Mayor Ed Koch died early this morning. He was 88 years old. Uh, Koch was moved to intensive care yesterday as his condition worsened. Koch, who survived, uh, served as mayor from 1978. To 1989, mayor of New York City, um, uh, spokesman says the former mayor lost consciousness. Okay, hmm, trying to get a little bit on his history to really break it down because I was actually really young uh, back then, but I am familiar with him though, and and he was a good guy. Like some some I of those politicians, some nice of those politicians, uh, yeah, you, you know. He was well liked. He was popular, you know. I'm sure there's a, in the political realm. There's there's plenty of people that probably say, "Oh, Ed Koch was a fucking douchebag." That's politics. But I mean, he had to have been enjoying a certain amount of popularity to, you know, be the host of Saturday Night Live, right? He, I, I mean, you had yeah. you have to have some sort of fucking popularity well, to do that. Yeah, and to how host many, uh, an episode, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, well, right. the, the Olsen twins have mayors. hosted Saturday Night Live, you know? Sure. They're popular. Right. How many, mayors, how many mayors do you think can actually say they've done that? How many New York City mayors? I'm not here. Hasn't hip. Rudy Giuliani done Saturday Night Live, if I'm not mistaken? I could be. Well, a lot of his, a lot of his campaigns have resembled the Saturday Night Live. This is also true. That's a very a factual statement right there. Right and you know, Giuliani part. did um, Giuliani did enjoy 
quite a bit of popularity after after nine eleven, right? Because he, oddly enough, yeah, you know, and, and that's weird because yeah. he really didn't do much, but uh, he got oh, very no. very popular. He did. He did. He did. Giuliani did a lot to to uh, try to clean up crime in New York. Yeah, that's that's a very that's a very uh, it had nothing to do with nine eleven though. That's a real part of his. No, no, no. I'm going before that. Uh, next oh, okay. topic. Certain Ju- uh, Giuliani. Yeah, he, put a lot, he put he put a lot of people in prison. That's your name, sure. Yes, he he put down like the strictest gun and drug and loitering sort of laws ever in the in the in the uh, city of yep. New York. Yeah. If maybe I'm wrong. If anybody wants to uh, shoot me an email, contact at outofsightmusic.com if I am incorrect about that. But I think he he put down the stiffest laws ever seen in that city. And his his uh, popularity after 9-11 probably did uh, rival that of Ed Koch. But RIP to a former New York City mayor, Ed Koch, nonetheless. Now, um, your show, do you when's the next live episode of uh, movie troll in, in insanity. This Thursday, coming up okay. Thursday. Yeah. Um, I I want to like I was gonna call in and uh, be calling in to like uh, yeah oh, I'm yeah. calling in for boating with Zod Ryder or something like that. <laughs> I was, but every time I tune in this show, it's or I catch the show, it just seems like it's recorded. I'm like, when is it coming on live, man? No, it was uh, just last week uh, we ran a rerun because uh, just uh, some issues came up. But uh, now we're going to be live this week coming up. Uh, we, we, usually we're live every week. You know, I mean, that's there's only been, I think, two or three times in the last uh, few months that since the show's been on air that we haven't been live. My show, Inside the Jackal's Head, unfortunately, is uh, a little bit uh, of a different story. Uh, I'm actually on a little bit of a hiatus right now when it comes to that show. I might, uh, might be back in the next uh, month or so. I'm just... Uh, catching up on other work that I'm doing, and then I'm going to jump right back into that. Uh, right now, I'm playing reruns on Sundays, though. Hey, have you ever had your uh, license license suspended? Once I had it, yeah. Okay. Hey, question, how many... Uh, how, For a very dumb uh, reason, though. Very stupid. How much, of a, how much of a fucked up driver, or just an irresponsible adult, I don't know, do you have to be to have your... Uh, license uh, suspended or something like that for not paying tickets uh, nine times. <laughs> Looking well, at a story. That, I can see it happening once, but nine times you're just a fucking Looking at a story. Definitely. Now, you might, I, I'm sure you know who this dude is. DJ Wu Kid. Oh, he yeah. He was Wu Kid, DJ yeah. for Eminem. He, he has a kind of pop Something like yeah, yeah. has a show Sirius XM G Unit Radio, right? He's been doing it for a number of years. Yep. I guess he got arrested. There's a video of it uh, oh, on man. YouTube. He got arrested. It's a New York New York radio DJ arrested. Uh, he gets arrested, and I, I'm this fucking guy get caught with a gun. What the, what the fuck happened? You know why are they fucking with Woo Kid? I'm pretty sure he got to be pretty legit these days. And um, no, no, no driving. DJ Wu Kid has since been released and is claiming that he was arrested for having nine suspensions on his license. <laughs> so I've never had my license suspended. So is that how it works? It's like if you, you get one suspension and then something else happens and you get two. How does that work? How do you end up having nine? Uh, 
I don't. I have no idea. I have but no applaud that one, yeah. Applaud him, DJ Woo Kid. Daddy Jail. <laughs> I think he said something on Twitter, some bullshit like Fifty uh, got shot nine times, and 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 I got nine suspensions on my license. That's my street cred. My applaud. question is, uh, isn't Fifty and Eminem making enough money to pay these guys enough so they can pay their tickets? You would, you would think I mean, so. You, I mean, I don't make what they make, and I pay all my tickets whenever I get them. Come on, dude. You would think so. I mean, the guy has been hosting uh, G-Unit Radio now for seven or eight years. I mean, it's not a new brand here. Dude, it's been if, a- 50, like, if Out of Sight was paying me what fifty's paying you, I would have no problems with my tickets. What the hell's going on? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what the I don't know what the hell that's all about. That that headline just caught my eye. It, like nine times. Like how Jesus. how fucked up of a driver or I don't, I don't know. It doesn't have every violation listed out. Is it all? I'm, I'm wondering. Is it all just parking tickets? Because I hear um, parking in some parts of New York, it's like there's like a ninety nine percent chance that you're going to get a ticket. Like there's no park. Yeah. They they don't want people. They don't want uh, people pulling over and, you know what I mean? Just yep. and pulling over too many places. They they want to keep the street open. You got to have some super extra special uh, parking pass. You know they they're ready to fucking tow people, the drop of a hat. So if maybe that's all it is. If not, that motherfucker's out of his mind, man. That's embarrassing. That's all. That is. It's embarrassing. Yeah. You're right. It's now that he has to do something to to uh, replace that. Like he needs some other publicity or or something. Because that's this can't be the last thing people see of you for a while, you know. And he looks shook. Like, oh shit, they're actually arresting. Taking <laughs> <They're> me <actually laughs> to jail for this shit. What the? Fuck? I bet he was saying, but don't you know who I am? I'm who kid. It just look, probably didn't it, work for him though. It's just a little bit embarrassing. So what else has been going on in your side of the world, Mr. Jackal? Not much, man. Not much. Uh, just uh, saw a video that caught my attention. I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, Hello Kitty goes to space video that came out on YouTube this week. Did you, have you checked this out? I have no idea what you're referring to. Hello Kitty goes to space. Yeah, this is very, very cool. Check it out. I'm going to send you the link. And uh, it sounds erotic, but it's not. Okay, check this out. It says a 13-year-old sends a Hello Kitty into space. And uh, this is very cool. Uh, you can watch the entire video of a 7th grader. Uh, her name is Lauren Rojas out of California. So this has nothing to do with, with Florida. But she says that uh, she has already learned the very important life lesson that anything uh, anything that you do has to have presentation. So she made an entire presentation over a little Hello Kitty doll. And she built a rocket around it. And she literally sent it to space. And she recorded the entire travel of the thing going up to space, then coming tumbling down. A very cool video. It's like a four or five minute video online. I just sent you the link. I'm going to post it in the chat. Anybody wants to check it out, it'll be in the uh, chat room here and uh, xat.com forward slash uh, PSN radio. So you can check the uh, link out. But a very, very cool video. It's amazing what you could do now with the very little resources. You could take video of outer space easily now. And how, how did they film this again? Well, she put a bunch of uh, GoPro cameras on a, on a little box, uh, taped the, the box up with, I, I guess it was like a 2x4 um, that connected the little ship, the little rocket ship. And on the other side, it had the box with the cameras pointing at the rocket ship, so you see the little Hello Kitty outside 
of the, like the little hole. Now they were mimicking. Remember the Red Bull guy who jumped from the uh, stratosphere this past year? Mm, yeah, out? it sounds it sounds well, familiar. This is this is kind of mimicking that, or you know, sort of like spoofing that a little bit. But instead of a guy in the you know, in the suit, it was a Hello Kitty. Very cute. Mm. It's, very, it's a very cute little video, and uh, a very it's an ingenious way of doing it. They uh, you know they mounted it with a big old balloon, and it floated up into space. Uh, went high up there too, and it took just an amazing, uh, amazing clear uh, footage of outer space. It looks really, really beautiful. I mean, anybody who's uh, into that kind of stuff, astro- you know, astronomy or whatever, be definitely into that, checking that video out. Real neat stuff. It's it's cool to see kids get into this kind of stuff and do something that you know it's nice and productive and you know not dangerous and you know killing somebody. So it's kind of a nice little story. And not and not and not and not smoking fake marijuana and going blind. Right. Exactly. There you go. So for that's my counter story to your story with the kid going blind. See, this is a girl who did something cool with her GoPro well, camera. Well, my mine was more. My story was a warning. I'm warning people against smoking synthetic marijuana. If you're, if you're going to smoke marijuana, smoke mi- real marijuana. I yeah, had to give I, I had to give a sad example to to uh, get that point across. If I would have just came on and said, "Hey, welcome to Out of Sight Radio. Don't smoke synthetic marijuana." Anyway, Jackal, how you doing? Wouldn't have you know? <laughs> now check this it out. wouldn't have really but... sunk in. Yeah, the Hello Kitty uh, spacecraft was launched at an altitude of 623 feet at 43 degrees, but climbed as high as 93,625 feet and withstood the temperatures as cold as negative 38 degrees Fahrenheit. Once uh, the entire homemade space station reached the highest point, uh, the reduced air, the pressure, of course, you know, busted the balloon, and uh, it fell more than 53 miles to its original size, or it went... Uh, 53 miles, uh, 53 times its original size, and then at that point the balloon burst and you know sent it right back to Earth. And uh, just you can see the entire footage; it's a very, very cool thing. The way it comes down, you can see the entire descent down back into Earth. Really, really neat stuff. So, I highly recommend anybody who's into that stuff uh, go check it out. And also, there's a bunch of videos on, uh, on YouTube of uh, wing suits. I don't know if you've seen those. Have you seen the wing suits video? Wing suits? No, sir. No. Oh man, yeah, that's something you got to check out too. It's, uh, you know, this is a new thing now in parachuting. Uh, so just you know, jump in and pulling the parachute, and you know, that's it. These guys have built this wingsuit, which actually lets them glide through the air like they're flying like birds. For for a very long time, they actually look like they're flying like birds. And then at the last minute, when they want to actually land, they'll pull the parachute. But they can go for miles instead of going straight down. They literally start flying and stuff. Uh, very, very, very neat stuff. I saw both videos because I found this video. So, wingsuit and little girl sends Hello Kitty to space. Check that out on YouTube. Good shit. Yeah, yeah. So this is like we should do a we should do a segment every week where you suggest YouTube videos to watch. Yeah, I think you're onto something, Jackal. There you go. You got remember to do some show. Remember to uh, remember to do some uh, show prep next week and have that shit ready. <laughs> show prep. <laughs> Guy, <laughs> have at least two. Anyway. No, no. We should. You should have like four YouTube videos every week. You know, like people have their movie moment. You know what I mean? No, we just YouTube videos. There you go. You should watch. Well, this week is Hello Kitty and Wingsuit Guy. Right. I'll let you do it because you know if I suggest it, it's going to be some ratchet shit. You know, it should just be well, feel yeah. good videos. Right. Yeah. There you go. Of course. Mm. 
So what else is it, that? That'll counter your ratchet shit. Yeah, we were talking to any any other uh, sports news. We we talked about sports a little bit more tonight. Juicing, of course, I'm interested in that. The biggest story of them all. I think I went on a rant about it. Uh, fucking uh, Armstrong, the the uh, the serial juicer that sued people. Now, how, how Alex Rodriguez doesn't behave in, in a way. Like he doesn't sue people and, and shit, innocent people that accuse him of stuff, and because no, he we, just we, denies. You, I think then, he's. I think he, he's juicing. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, First of all, a rod. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's taking steroids per se, but I think he's taking other supplements that are very much uh, banned by Major League Baseball. So, he's on some substance. Yeah, look, they, a lot of these guys are on human growth hormones to begin with, which is not yeah. a bad thing. HGH is not bad for you; it's just right. banned from baseball because of the effects that it gives you, enhanced, you know, ability to recover quicker and whatnot. And you, maybe it'll give you another two or three home runs per year. Who knows? But you know, the point is, you know, any advantage that it could give you—that's what they try to remove from the game. They want you to play it healthy, play it right, and play it without any substance that it can give you any extra advantage. Which is funny because baseball has always had that extra advantage. Back before steroids was a big thing in the 60s, 50s, you know, that they had greenies, which was like, you know, it was, uh, uh, I guess it was uh, just a, like a pill they used to take. They called them greenies. And it right. would fuck you up. You know, that's that was like the drug back then. It would fuck you up, and the next day you go you go to pitch, and you don't feel any pain if your arm is hurting. You know, that's kind of like the, there was a thought behind it. So there's always been a drug behind, you know, the game. You know, there's always been some kind of a drug they right. took. It's not now, now, now ba- baseball, the que- question I had, because I think you're – I was a much bigger sports fan in the past than I am now. But question for you, because you probably know this. Are there any, like, uh, big, big-time – Baseball players in recent history, uh, in the last ten years, that maybe retired without scandal. Like, um, are there any? Is, is there anyone left? Because they, they went down a list uh, a while back of all the the people who who had you know d- different juicing scandals over their careers or implications or. Is there anybody who who's basically scot free and not tainted by any of that, or is it just actually, to the point where every big player is suspect? Actually, <laughs> well, there there is you know the, the one player, uh, ironically enough, who comes out of the entire 1990 uh, Juice era, as I guess is right. referred to now the Juice era. Uh, the one the player that actually, yeah, the one player that comes out of that completely unscathed. Sort of say, and I'm gonna actually get in on, in on this on my uh, sports show that I'm gonna start up in the next few months on uh, another network, uh, WSTR Radio, which is a different, uh, it's a sports network. But um, you know, this is something that's really funny. The one player that does come out completely unscathed is Ken Griffey Jr. He's never been linked to anything, no steroids, human growth hormones. His body never changed. He never went from like you know weakling, skinny guy to this hulking, huge head, muscle bound, you know, big guy. Like he never changed. There was never a transformation, right? Uh, with Van Griffey, he always remained the same body. I should know. I should have known that one. I mean, he did he completely was a, come out yeah. of that era without any, any any issues. I mean, there's other players. You know, Kirby Puckett was also from that era. Uh, he was a little bit before. He was like you know mid late '80s. Then mid nineties he retired, but he still he kind of played in that in that same era with Canseco and Palmero and and you know the the guys Barry Bonds who all were juicers. 
but there's there's a few. You know, I would say the the strongest ones that came out of that era without ever being caught or any or anything okay. you know, negative about them was Griffey Jr. Without a doubt, uh, Tony Gwynn, which probably was the best hitter of the era anyway. And he never got the, the guy was a fat ass his whole career, so he was not on steroids. He was just fat. He was just a good hitter. So he, would, yeah. he definitely came out unscathed. Uh, and, and I know you know who Tony Gwynn is. So I mean, Tony Gwynn is right. a very one. Of, he was one of the best hitters I ever saw play. And Ken and but, then, uh, Cal Ripken Jr. Also. But the scale, but the the the, the scale though is is kind of tipped in that more of the big more. name right players have been accused of juicing than not. And, and, right? and even those, and even those, just because they haven't been accused don't mean they're innocent. I mean, Ken Griffey Jr. Right. could have been a juicer, just he, he didn't have the type of body that looked at it, and nobody right. ever accused him of it. You never know. Right. I, I, right. No, no, I, I don't know. I don't I don't claim to know. I was just curious because I was sit, sat back thinking about it the other day. Like, be, Actually, you, know, you know what? I, I'll tell you what. The one player that I can guarantee you did not need to ever do steroids – he just retired uh, this past season. The big hurt, Frank Thomas. This was they should a just monster. Let, they should of a human just let them all. If 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 at this point, they should just find a way to just let them all take whatever they want. I think when you when you get to the <laughs> point where all of your biggest stars. The you know the the money makers, the people who sell the merchandise, the you know what I mean? Yeah. Why not just Why not just go ahead and just say, okay, just don't snort coke, or you got to draw the line somewhere. But it just seems like it's ridiculous. Well, it's for it's for the sanctity of the game, though, because then you're going to see all kinds yeah. of records explore, you know, explode every every yeah. year. That's you don't want that. But they. But that's what you we've know, already seen. But we already saw but, that. Wasn't yeah, there a five? That, wasn't there the a problem. four or five year span where every record was? I think that was the juice error. <laughs> and that were... and that's and that's why they cracked down and they were like, wait a second, we gotta put an end to this because this is ridiculous. Like records are being broken. Look, there's the sixty one home run record by Roger Maris stood for a very long five decades, at least six decades it stood for, okay? And in in almost back to back years, you had two or three guys who were hitting sixty five, seventy home runs. Come on, that's ridiculous. Right. How do you go from 50, 60 years when nobody hits 60 home runs to now you have five or six guys hitting 65, 70 home runs almost every year? It cheapens the game completely. So, that, you know, I understand what baseball is doing. It, uh, it, you know, it's funny because it took Jose Canseco coming out and pretty much, you know, snitching on everybody. That's what he did. Uh, but, you know, it took that act to get, you know, who was the, the game to be cleaned up. Who was the, now who was the snitch again? Jose gotta, Canseco. Okay, I wanted to Jose Canseco. You got to say the snitch's name twice, bro. Yes, Jose Canseco. Now, and he's an, and he's admittedly but, a snitch. He wrote a book. Right. He oh yeah. He's, yeah. He he's yeah, proud he's of the it. fucking he is the Sammy the Bull of baseball. Yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah. He's proud of it. Yeah. Yeah. He he doesn't give a fuck. Okay, but he and and he but he didn't lie about anyone. Wasn't it all well, true, or did he make us make up some extra shit, or was there just people that were saying that he lied? Well, here's on the thing. Them. Everybody who's anybody came out and said that he was lying when the book came out. Everybody okay. said, oh, Jose's lying. Nobody, what, stick a needle in my ass? Are you kidding me? Never. And then it, slowly but surely, they started <laughs> coming out that it was true. And, yeah, this person was guilty. And then that person was guilty. And then that person was guilty. And then all of a sudden, Jose can take a look like the only honest one in the group. Right. He went to- <laughs> 
he went to be he went to be the honest guy. The hell, the hell with the fact that he's a snitch. He, he's actually the only one fucking telling the truth. And he yeah. seems like he's he doesn't have a whole lot of shame in it. Now that's why I think that, like, because you know that whole scandal is going to happen again. For for the standard that that baseball sets itself to, like I guess you know that's a black eye. Well, I'll tell you but, what though, they're they're busting people left and right the last couple of years. I mean, they're really cracking down on it seriously. Uh, Melky Cabrera, who was uh, an outfielder for the Yankees, San Francisco last year, uh, just signed, I think, with the uh, Angels, I believe. I'm not sure who he signed with, uh, but he signed or another contract this year with a, a big contract. Uh, he was suspended 50 games last year for steroids or some kind of substance abuse. So, I mean, this is you know something that is something they're really cracking down on. So at least you can you can tell they're taking it seriously. Now that's his first offense. If he's found again to be dirty in another test, guess what happens? He's pretty much done in baseball. He's going to be kicked out of the league for a year or two. At his age, that's going to be the end of his career. So uh, nobody's going to want to touch him after that. So you know they are cracking cracking down on it, and that's good to see because I do want to see them clean up the game. I want to see if there's a player that comes out who deservingly hits 70 home runs. That's great, but you know don't cheat to get there. But but here's but here's the thing. But but here's here's my thing. I think that they're cracking down now, but I think baseball needed the attention. Like I don't think I don't think they minded one bit. Not at all. When their ratings were through the roof, because the guys from the juicing generation, the the nineties on, like you were saying are breaking all these records left and right. At that time, the ratings were through the roof. Advertising, you know, advertisement sales right. have tripled. They're making all kind of motherfucking money. They didn't have a problem with that shit then. Well, see, that's the same argument Jose Canseco now, made that in his book. He makes the same argument. That, okay. Yeah, listen, the league knew about it. It's not like they, you know, they didn't right. know what was going on. Exactly. They knew what was going on. And they but were guess what? for it. They were coming out of the strike in 94 where you know, they had lost the majority of the fan yes. base because of the strike. So coming out of that issue, they had very poor attendance in 95 because of what happened. They had to get something you know, that really they brought the fan base back. It. They needed they that. They needed you know, to get it popping. Exactly. Yes. And that's what it did. And they knew Canseco had been juicing for years. I mean, there was no secret. And they're they probably like, hey, Jose, uh, you know, we're going to start trading you around the league so you can start, you know, juicing other players uh, and you know, just have fun with it. And he said, he probably said, okay. And that's most likely what happened because he got traded like five times in the span of like eight years. He was like everywhere. And then he right. showed up and people were all juiced up after he showed up. He went to Texas. Pudge Rodriguez went from like 180 pounds to 230 pounds. And he was muscle. the. He was the pusher man. Oh yeah. He came, <laughs> he Everywhere came, he went, he, baby. He switched teams and he kept slinging that shit. <laughs> I think I think they loved it. I think they loved the money, they loved the attention, they loved the higher ratings. I don't think the uh I don't think baseball had a problem with any of that. And but it's business. Capitalism has no moral base. And that's the way it is. Like I always say, business over bullshit. Yep. We're going to take our second break here tonight. Go ahead and get it out the way and uh, finish off this last half hour of Turned Up Tuesday, Out of Sight Radio, without interruption. We'll be right back with more. Jackal, if you would do the honors. We'll be back in a minute. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Back. Yeah. 
Little bit of this and a little bit of that. I'll react if you attack. When I do my thing, you won't like that. Watch your mouth, you will get smacked. Go cool down, go do a couple laps. Fuck with me, you fuck with me and every personality. Take this beat, walk on it, yeah, I'll destroy like I got cleaned. Elizabeth Taylor, movie legend. We lost her too soon. Gone, but not forgotten. Now, you can own an authentic piece of movie history. Elizabeth Taylor's Ashes. In a small commemorative urn. Remember, remember. I want you to forget me, please. For just $29.95 plus shipping and handling, we'll send you an ounce of real superstar soot. Elizabeth Taylor, movie legend. You can have a piece of her forever. Command performances leave me quite cold. Call today. Hurry. Quantities are limited. There's a war going on in the streets. It's the war on thirst. Sprunk is winning the war on thirst with the new grenade-shaped cans. Hey, yo, pull the pin and blow your thirst right off in that brand new taste explosion. Boom! Now that's the sound of refreshment. Sprunk, go AWOL from the Cola Wars with an energizing mix of lemon, lime, ten times the caffeine and sugar. Plus, mercury and benzene for that extra pop. Yo, it'll bring the temperature right up. And the bubbles. Other beverages use carbon dioxide. Shh. We use ether to kick up that phase. Thanks to all that mercury, you won't remember anything that tasted so good. Now pick up a Sprunk Thermonuclear six-pack. Kill thirst and liven up the party. Sauce your friends with Sprunk in the grenade-shaped can and enter the Sprunk sweepstakes where you can win a real case of grenades. Sprunk, blow your thirst right off in that brand new taste explosion. Hi, this is Boca Jorge of The Brian Rodriguez Show. That's George to you. I'm George's sidekick. <laughs> the second banana from a long line of second bananas. Letterman has Schaefer, Carson had McMahon, Bishop had Regis. Me? Why, I'm George's Derwood Kirby. Join us daily on The George Rodriguez Show, where we tackle a wide array of hard-hitting topics, such as why Jesus chose not to wear pants, and the misguided television viewing habits of George's wife. Tune in The George Rodriguez Show live, 12 to 3, Monday through Friday, on the South Florida Radio Network, SoFloRadio.com. Mental disorders are common in the United States and internationally. An estimate 26.2% of Americans ages 18 and older suffer from some sort of mental illness. Now, this figure translates to 57.7 million people who suffer from some sort of mental breakdown. If you find yourself hearing voices while you're trying to sleep, well, it might not be that demonic being from another dimension trying to kill you where you sleep. It might just be your mental illness starting to kick in. So if you're out of meds for the night, then I have just the thing. Come listen to my show, The Jackal's Head, on the Soup Media Network. You can check out our Listen Live page only on www.psn-radio.com. See you there. This ad has been paid for by The Jackal's Head and the War on Terror. War. It's fantastic. 
Hey, it's Gina Martell with my fabulous co-host, Dr. Dennis Netter. Are you a sexual predator? Could you be? Find out how easy it is to be labeled one. Join us August 2nd for Love and Sex on SoFloRadio.com. Love and Sex. Better love, better sex, and better life. Discount Comic Book Service, where you can save 40 to 75% off on new comics, collected editions, graphic novels, action figures, statues, and other one-of-a-kind items from DC, Marvel, Image, Dark Horse, Boom Studios, Top Cow, Dynamite, and many, many more. Go to www.dcbservice.com for easy ordering and fast delivery. Or you can visit our brick-and-mortar location at 10202-C Coldwater Road in Fort Wayne, Indiana. DCBS, welcome home. Here we go. It's 94. What's next? Into my world. I guess this shit gonna be a motherfucker for real, niggas. I swear these players have been Turned Up Tuesday, PSN, 
Radio.com. Oh, Jack, let's get into some entertainment shit, man. It's always ratchet when it has to do with entertainment. Yeah. And nothing more ratchet than when you pay money to see something and you feel like you've seen it before. Yeah, absolutely. You brought up something during the break. Definitely talk about that Mm. because, uh, that that is it's actually historical in Hollywood to have this happen, <laughs> and that is actors who who seem to play the same role in every movie that they appear in, whether it, it be that's their choice or their typecast, but they play the same role in every movie. I found this list interesting, Jackal, if you will. Let's see, the top five actors, and it's debatable there. I'm sure there's other actors we can add to this list, but yes. uh, this is a pretty good list. <laughs> yes. I got, I got to admit, this is a very good list, starting off with Adam Brody as the, the Hollywood loser type. And it says here, I'm not going to lie, I spent the vast majority of my teen years wishing I was Adam Brody. Well, not Adam Brody so much as his character from the OC, Seth Cohen. See, Seth was a nerd, but he dressed well and always had the funniest lines. The fact that he was picked on at that he was picked on at school didn't really matter because he had this fucked up self confidence, and in many ways he was the ultimate uh, juxtaposition of a cool loser. Uh, Brody played the part very well, obviously a little too well, as he has been pretty much typecast in this role. Uh, it says here he has had small roles in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Uh, a film that brought together two of Hollywood's most um, um, moral philanderfers, of course. We're talking about uh, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Uh, but as it says here, he's pretty much been playing this same role in everything he's done after that. So Adam Brody is number five. He's best known probably for that show, The OC, and also he came out in Scream 4 for some reason. So he came up on Scream 4. He was I don't know much a little about, different. Uh, I don't know much about that guy. Fuck that guy. This next but guy the, I know the, about. That's number five. Now, Michael, number four uh, on the list, the, yeah, the, the realistic loser, Michael Sarah, And this is yes. dead on. Cause I, this recognize, guy plays... I, reckon, I do recognize him. The last guy, I'm, I'm really not hip to his shit. I yeah, recognize well, this guy, and he does always play the same, <laughs> the same role. fucking movie. With Michael reminds me of a kid character. I knew, uh, a kid I a kid I knew back in the day. Actually, reminds me of somebody I knew. But go ahead. <laughs> well, it says here, Michael Sarah. The very idea for this piece was born out of uh, out of my not my personally. The writer says out of his hatred for the this hustler, as he calls him, uh, who has managed to trick us all into buying his tickets uh, to see him play the same role over and over again. Uh, Sarah trends to play the anti-Seth Cohen character who us losers can relate to. Again, not talking about myself. I'm not a loser. Uh, the writer. Uh, it all started with his role in Arrested Development, a very funny show, by the way. That's my opinion. His uh, solitude and uh, his solitude and cousin loving made him sympathetic because, of course, banging your cousin makes you sympathetic. If not slightly creepy, definitely. Fe- uh, then came Superbad, which that's a big break, I guess, he had in cinema. Was the movie yeah. Superbad? Uh, he yeah. was hilarious. That was a great movie. movie. He was funny yeah. in that movie. Jonah Hill also was in that movie. Uh, he played the foil to Jonah Hill's uh, zany fat guy character. You know, there's always a skinny guy with a fat guy in those movies. Uh, yeah. Well, this was a well, you know, put together group. They paired well. Uh, it was a good movie. Very funny. Then he did Juno, and we were like, wait a second, uh, is this the same guy from Superbad? Because looks exactly the same, acts the same, yeah, talks the same. Then he right. did uh, what was it Pilgrim Scott Pilgrim versus the World, which by the way it's one of the worst fucking movies I've ever seen in, in the history of film. 
Horrible yeah. fucking movie. And again, it's just like he's playing the same character from Superbad, yeah. just in a cartoony movie. Gotcha. Now, who's this chick who uh, who, who gets who, – you know, who's this chick that the next one on the list uh, says that she, she gets typecast as the kooky, the kooky girl. girl? She looks well, familiar. Yeah. Number three <laughs> and, and totally, she got Deschanel. That, she, 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 got she has a great name, look. though. She has a good yeah. name. That's a good like movie star name. And she Zoe got the kooky. Deschanel. She got the crazy chick look. She absolutely. has the crazy eyes. Just normally. She definitely has. Just, yeah, yeah, she has crazy a- eyes. Absolutely. A- absolutely. I don't know what movie she was in. And, of course, next is Seth Rogen as the, the lovable, lovable as the lovable stoner. Yep. He even managed to make the Green Hornet into a stoner. The Green Hornet. I'm not hip to all the movies he's been in. I'm, I'm hip to the I'm hip to Forty Year Old Virgin and Knocked Out. Well, you should remember this: the Green Hornet from like the seventies, Bruce Lee, the Green Hornet. You don't remember that series? Uh, yes, but well, I don't remember it remade, with Seth Rogen in it. No, he remade the Green Hornet that came out of theaters a few years ago, a couple years ago now, and uh, he was the Green Hornet, and there was another guy playing the Bruce Lee role in the movie, and um, well, let's just say it was bad. And leave it at that. Let's just say it was just a, a very bad, bad movie. Yeah, I never saw here, that. I never saw that shit. He was good and knocked up, though. He was. This says here. This yeah. isn't much to say about Seth Rogen since his role in the Forty Year Old Virgin uh, was uh, the one where he pretty much you know made made him a star. That was the the main role. And he was a stoner in that movie. Uh, since then, he's lost a shitload of weight, but maintained the same level of acting ability, meaning he's still doing the same shitty acting. Uh, one of these days, the guy is bound to win an Oscar, you know, delivering terrible weed jokes while playing the immature loser. I don't think that's ever going to happen, but in Knocked Up, he was funny, and they, they pointed out here, Knocked Up, Rogan's character has a website uh, has a website on which he and his friends update readers on the exact location of female nudity in specific movies. As a tribute to Rogan, I've decided to do the same thing, but instead of nudity, I'll pinpoint his, his finest acting moments. I haven't, man- I haven't managed to find any yet, but I, but still, I haven't seen the Green Hornet. And that's a good way to end that piece on uh, Seth Rogen, because I suggest you don't watch the Green Hornet. It's no. fucking bad. So he might never have any good acting moments that he could post on his website, this guy. But, uh, yeah, you know, I like Seth Rogen. You know, fine, his movies are okay. I enjoy some of them. You know they're they're fine. I have no issues with him. Um, you know he's he's funny in in certain characters and stuff. I don't know what the hate is for, but he, the Green Hornet was a piece of shit. I ain't gonna lie, that was just a a bad movie. And there's that, and there's one more person on this list, correct? Uh yes, uh, person. I don't recognize. I, really, I don't recognize her from. I've anything. only seen one. Movie I'm not a big movie person. guy though. Well, I've only seen one movie with this person, and I refuse to watch anything after I saw that movie. Uh, talking about Kristen Stewart. Who? Who the hell is Kristen Stewart, right? Nobody knows her by name. Well, the chick from the, the very horrible series of films called Twilight. That's right, the girl who bites her lip all the time. The very forgettable lead. And she's forgettable. Like Nobody remembers who the hell this chick is, but she's like the lead in, in the Twilight series. They're making, those movies make like $300 million, and nobody knows who the hell she is in reality. It's all about the sparkly vampires. You know, but it says here some actors can portray emotion solely through their eyes. Others use subtle changes in their body language to indicate a change in mood. Kristen Stewart has distanced herself from these techniques by creating her very own. When Stewart wishes to display any emotion, positive or negative, all she has to do is gently bite her bottom lip and awkwardly fidget with her hands. This has served her well 
in the movies as uh, she's been cast as an awkward outsider in all her films. Uh, let's run through some of Kristen's roles and see how she's employed her sophisticated techniques. It says here, trapped in the panic room, she bit her lip and fidget awkwardly. In love with a co-worker at a theme park, she bit her lip again and fidgeted awkwardly. I saw that movie. Uh, in love with sparkly vampires, once again, bit lip and fidgeted awkwardly. Uh, trying to escape the clutches of an evil queen, again, was biting her lips. Fidget awkwardly, but she she did do one extra thing. She did fuck the director on that one. So, hey, that was a good move <laughs> in the right direction for her. You know, that's a step up from the past. You know, she this one, she fucked the director. Good move. Applaud she her. Might have, she might have a future in Hollywood is all I'm saying. The article ends here, and I agree with that. It wouldn't, she's definitely not losing any sleep over lip-biting Kristen uh, Stewart these over people, here. These people yeah. keep getting uh, keep getting gigs, though, playing the same role, never having to go to a second round of ap- acting class. Nope. Hell, more, more power to them. And making all that bread, keep playing the same fucking role forever and ever and ever. That's what I'd do if I was an actor. Now, do, you, do you think I'd it's just keep playing the same role? But do you think it's typecasting at all? That some of, of these because you know what happens is with, when they get a but little older, they lose their look. And the typecasting is still there, and you know they they are completely forgotten about it. They disappear, and they end up you know on heroin overdose, and you know like ten years from now, that's kind of like what happens with a lot of these actors. They just vanish after ten, fifteen years because they're you know they they move past that you know they're they're at a certain age where you know they, there's a certain look they're typecast at as and. You can't play that character forever, unfortunately. Ask no, Ralph Macchio if you don't no, believe me. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. All right, enough entertainment shit. I thought that was an interesting list, though. Because I mean, speaking of I, typecasting, Seth Rogen is the one guy that I'm hip to, and I know that that motherfucker has never played another role. But, you know... Nope, stoner guy. That's pretty much it. Funniest thing is the, there was a... The, uh, someone told me one time, you know the guy you do your radio show with every week? He sounds like Seth Rogen. I've gotten that before. And it pisses me off. <laughs> oh, that's But then I, then I flipped that around dude. and I'm like, hey, listen. Seth oh, Rogen sounds shit. like me. I don't sound like him. He sounds like me. Oh, but man. So that doesn't work. So then I Check flip the- it back around and I'm like, you know what? I sound like a movie star, so fuck you. And then I go with that. <laughs> Go with that, dude. Oh, man. Check this out. Check this story out. Um, this uh, sort of political edge to it. Interesting. You remember Senator Strom Thurmond, right? Of uh, course. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. says right here, Strom, uh, Strom Thurmond's secret biracial daughter dies at 87. Okay. Essie Mae Williams, uh, Essie Mae Washington Williams, the biracial woman who <laughs> revealed nine years ago just nine years ago, this came out that she was the illegitimate daughter of former segregationist Senator Strom Thurmond. Died Monday. Her family's spokesman said she was 87. How Williams was kept her. Um, I continue. Williams kept her father's identity secret until six months after Thurmond, a segregationist leader for decades, died. In June of 2003, at the age of 100. Wow. And then she says... He lives. She kept kept it a secret. She says, I never wanted to do anything to harm him or cause detriment to his life or to the lives of those around him. 
Williams said at the 2003 news conference six months after her father died at age 100. I'll put it like this. She says, I never wanted to do anything to harm him or it caused detriment to his life or those around him. She playing beautifully. There's almost no limit. The particular flow. Can you <laughs> playing beautifully? There's almost no limit. The particular right. flow. Can you keep it together? Built to Where did it cut off in the middle of the Strom Thurmond story? Yes. Okay, I'll do a little talking. Now, now, people, if you're listening to me live, this is called uh, technical difficulties. You know it's bad when the when the um, the producer is is who's in control of everything is kind of asking me what's going on. That's how you know the situation (laughs) has taken a turn for the worse. We're coming up to the end of the program, though, and I want to thank everybody for tuning in. No, we're back in. in business. We're good. We're good. I figured we were good. I, I just want to thank, that's I why know, I'm thanking wanna, everybody for tuning in, man. I know we're do, good, dude. Do you want to finish that point you were making on uh, what the old man, uh, Thr- uh, Ron, whatever his name is, Thurman? Strom Thurman. Thurman. No, I was that saying, uh, I, guy, you know, yeah. her his his uh, his biracial daughter, which is only it's, which is only uh, a point I'm making, and it's only a story because he was a longtime segregationist that died at the age of 100. And she said her reasoning for coming out after he died and saying, well, you know, I was his illegitimate daughter, uh, was he, he she didn't want to affect uh, his life or people around him or anything like that. And I just said, well, I think she waited till after he died because she didn't want to affect the money. She was probably very well taken care of. That's a hellified secret to keep, you no know, kidding. for a guy from a guy who lives. To be a hundred, I, I think that was some serious, like you know, just take this money and and keep this on the low, sort of shit. Because if not, she could have came out with it and then wrote a book and then made millions anyway, right? Yeah, he was he was breaking bread and she didn't want to fuck up the money. Oh, that was my point. Yeah. Just in case it cut off, uh, Jackal fucked everything up in the middle of that last uh, topic, and that's Pretty probably much. when he did it. Anyway, who cares? We're live on the radio. Shit happens. That's the way it goes. Uh, 
So before our little technical difficulty, we were getting to the part of the show where I normally ask Jackal, is there anything we need to talk about this week that we have not talked about thus far? Probably not. You're probably nope. just happy that the, the, the audio came back yep. to fucking end up the show. And your, ang- your anxiety is slowly lowering, lowering at this point, correct? Pretty much. Yeah, pretty That's much. That's good. You know, there was a story a couple of months ago that we didn't really uh, touch upon, which I, I it's shame on us for not talking about it, but uh, it would be interesting to see what your reaction is to okay. a certain thing. that I know you're familiar with the uh, singer Keisha. 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 Keisha Cole. Keisha. Yeah, white girl Keisha. Not Keisha. No, Cole. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not familiar with her. Okay, that's a link right there. Pretty good uh, looking girl. Check her out. Now, Keisha, fine young lady. Uh, you know, there's a question now that if she's into vampirism, and the reason is uh, a couple months ago she actually did something on stage. Uh, admittedly, the, uh, did it too, which uh, is kind of freaking everybody in the music industry out. She drank. Human blood what? from a human heart. That's not on stage. That's uh, no, I don't know anything about this chick. That's disgusting. Yes, this is what pop. Uh, music no, has got I don't to. think she's a. I, I don't think she is a vampire. No, I don't believe in vampires. Well, no, but, but she I could be into vampir, vampire vampirism, which is like you know just the vampirism. Occult. I yeah. think that that's absolutely fucking disgusting but i'll let you continue jackal well the thing is she's come under a fire and especially you know after that happened a few months ago uh because in her video especially one that she did called die young which happened right before the sandy hook uh shooting ironically enough she she did a video called die young uh not that it has any connection but just kind of ironic and she talks about people dying young and living for the moment and this and that and then sandy hook happened well, so go figure but anyway no, there was a she's, song called only the good die young by billy joel in the 1970s i believe yeah Maybe but that's, that's irrelevant for sandy hook that's irrelevant but, but anyway but so, the point the point is in, in her video go ahead. In, in, in her video there's a lot of occult imagery and uh, a lot of uh, symbolism uh, to devil worshiping and the Illuminati and stuff like that. So the uh, the current topic is is Keisha, you know, uh, maybe an Illuminati puppet, and she's trying to like somehow in her music, I don't know, uh, brainwash young girls into thinking that drinking blood is a cool thing or cannibalism is a cool thing. Who the hell knows? I mean, that's how brainwashing works. You do you do all kinds of crazy shit, and kids will follow you. And guess what? They have going back to YouTube. If you put in uh, drinking blood, uh, like Keisha. You're going to see videos mm-hmm. of girls who have actually done videos mimicking drinking, you know, simulated blood or synthetic blood, trying to be just like this girl Keisha now. Like, is that going to be the next hot thing? Besides Kanye West and his fag skirt, are we going to have like girls drinking blood on video now? That's like that's the new thing now. I I can't say nothing would surprise me uh, these days by way of the entertainment business, but I will say that. Uh, I'm, I'm just disgusted. Uh, did um, she has a, a video on YouTube that had that shows her drinking human blood, like for real? It, it are sure, shows. Are her, you sure yeah. it's not a publicity stunt? But go ahead. Probably is, but still, she said you know, candidly that yeah, it was human blood. So. First of maybe all, it she, was, maybe it wasn't. Where did she get the blood from? Where did she get the heart uh, from? That's what I'm saying. Maybe it was, maybe it, maybe it wasn't. 
I mean, I you know, know, these pop stars are going a little bit out there when it comes to, you know, pushing the envelope. And that's what I was going to ask you. What type of songs does she make? I, I'm not, I don't know who this broad is. I have no, she, she I makes you talking about Keisha Cole. Pop, you know, pop music, Britney Spears bullshit type of music, you know. Oh, that come kind of on. Lady Fuck Gaga of type of shit. I don't know who you know, this chick Brittany, you know, Lady Gaga, look, Lady Gaga came out with that meat dress, you know, a couple years ago, and that was, like, the big thing. The meat dress. Big right. deal. Now the next thing is drinking human blood out of a human heart. What's what's the next thing these bitches are going to do? Like, are they going to cut off a lamb on stage? Is what that, we're going to cut our arms off for when our it, art. One of these days, what? one of these days, uh, people are going to long and miss the days where you know uh, people just made like sex tapes and stuff. You know, that's going to be like passe. Uh, a sex tape is no longer enough to to make you famous. Like there no. there will be no more Kim Kardashians or. Or fucking uh, Paris Hilton's, or none of that. Now you have to. See, they're stepping the fucking game up now, right? Ah, no, That's no what kidding. it seems like. They're, ste- What's now next? they're stepping it up. Sex what? tapes don't mean shit anymore. That you back in two thousand three, two thousand four, oh five, oh six, you you can get famous off of that shit. You have to do some really crazy, outlandish shit. Um, and uh, I guess this chick Keisha here. Says that uh, she's drinking human blood. I don't really believe yeah, that no, shit, dude. I think it's all a publicity stunt, bro. She's also she's also been known for bragging about having sex with ghosts. So, I mean, you know, you had, back, yeah. but this has been this has traditionally been part of the music business, man. This is nothing new. You had uh, Ozzy Osbourne back in the day biting heads off of fucking, you know, there's there was rumors of him biting heads off of bats and chickens and birds and all kind of weird shit on stage. Yeah, but see, Ozzy Osbourne was into, like, heavy metal, dude. Like, that was, like, the, that was part of the yeah, culture. Yeah, but it, but it was still... Pop music doesn't have stuff, people drinking but blood all that stuff, but, but all that stuff was just, right. like, part of... this part of the entertainment uh, factor. That's all. It's uh, another... I guess tactic to try to shock the audience. That's really all it is. A gimmick to shock the audience. But But I've honestly, never heard of this chick before though, bro. I'm not up on my pop music. Neither am I. When I saw this I was like, What the hell? And then I started doing a little research and it turns out she has like a following and there is a lot of girls that are mimicking this now and like I'm like, Are you re- are you serious? Like this is a trend? <laughs> like what I mean, I I'm sorry, I'm I'm not up to date with what, you know, young teenage girls are doing nowadays i'm just i don't follow what you know the trend is for teenage girls so when i read this i was i was dumbfounded i was like this is what the trend is now like really like girls are following this shit like man yeah. i'm glad i'm not in high school anymore because that would just been a weird experience you know dating a chick going to her house and be like you know trying to like smooth talk her and next thing you know you find a human heart and she's like oh yeah it's for youtube yeah i'm gonna make a video like keisha you know i'm just it's just a thing i like to do it's just a oh thing, you know? shit well, ask for ask ask, and I shall receive. That is the story that we did not cover. There you go. That we should have. Brought to you by the Jackal, courtesy of PSN Radio. All right, folks, we're about to get out of here for this week. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Out of Sight Radio. We'll be back next Tuesday. Now, if you did not catch the first hour of the show. We will rebroadcast this very show again following our uh, departure 
from being live on the air. So if you were busy and you didn't catch the first uh, part of the show, stay tuned on PSN-radio.com, and we will um, play it again. And we will even leave in the technical difficulty. That's how yeah, good we are. That's how confident we are in our performance. Then we don't have enough time to actually edit the shit out. So, you know. Right, and we don't really give a shit anyway. Well, but good times, chords go bad. It's not, the end, it's not the end of the world. But I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Turned Up Tuesday this week. We'll be back. Check us out, psn-radio.com, soulflowradio.com. For mm-hmm. the jackal, this is out of sight, saying, out of sight, out of mind, saw the light, now you're blind, shining bright, now you're crying, party up, out of time. We are out of time. See you next week, Turned Up Tuesday, and we out. Mm-hmm.